I showed some of my friends the picture before it's published and some of them said like, oh, I just feel like a, a small girl again in this world of wonder. And, and it was really a compliment. I really liked it, that you can give somebody a sort of feeling back in this childish wonder of uh, everything, uh, a dream world and an es- escape of the normal time now. <laughs> Welcome back to my podcast, Passionista Colorista, about adult coloring books and creativity. Today, I have invited back the Dutch illustrator, Marsha van den Berg, who just have released the Marsha's Fairy Tales coloring book. And as I love stories and fairy tales, I wanted to know more about the book, the fairy tales in it, and how everything is with Marsha nowadays. Welcome to listen and welcome to Marsha. Everything is fine, yes. And now in Holland, it's getting better with the coronavirus. So everybody is still a little bit coming out of their houses and into the sun. So it's a good uh, thing, I think. How much has your life been affected by this COVID situation? A lot. (laughs) Because I have a small boy. He's uh, 10 years old. Well, he's getting big now, but... um, And he had to stay home for homeschooling now. And that was kind of a big thing next to all my work, all my drawings and and all my uh, orders. And so I had work and a kid at home. But I also like it. It it was also also really a nice experience in a way to be close to the one you you love and really see close how he's developing. And uh, yeah. And and normally I have a small world also. Like I'm I'm always at home and I'm always drawing. So it was not that much of change. Only the scary part, of course, and the sad part of all the people that's getting ill. And that's not nice. I'm happy it's slightly getting better now here. But how have you managed to cope with those feelings? Because I think we all have had more of those feelings uh, this uh, autumn. Spring, spring, not autumn. I think it was good that I had a son. So you have to stay strong and say, no, this is safe and we have to do this and we can do this and that. And that you don't sit at home too much and think about it and make it too scary. I didn't watch too much of the news. Not all these scary stories. And I think life, it's always a risk way. <laughs> Try to enjoy the things you still have and look at the small things of the, the beauty of the nature and the one you love. It is a period in your life and it will pass and it uh, stay positive. I think that's the, the best way. Did the creativity help you? Or did you lost your mojo? No, I worked really hard this period. It was busier also. A lot of people were ordering my books in Holland because everybody has to stay home and everybody wants to do something. So I had a really good business running here and I wanted to finish this new book. And that, that was really nice experience also. It was difficult, this book, I think, because it's different. It's about fairy tales. 
and all my life, uh, my parents, when I was a child, they told me all these stories, all these bedtime stories. And I was always enchanted by this yeah, fairy tale world. And I thought of making this book for a long time, but I didn't dare in a way because I had this magical feeling about these drawings in these books. I, I also have it here. Yeah, nobody can see, but only you. It's really... Oh. My old fairy tale book, it's really, really big and uh, yellow papered. And it's Anton Pieck, it's called. Uh, it's a Dutch and it's um, really dark and really a little bit scary. And, and I don't know, it, it, it intrigued me a lot when I was little. So it was a difficult task to make it as beautiful as I wanted in my head. <laughs> like this child is wonder about the world and stories and love and hope and everything is in it, I think. <laughs> we will come back to this uh, fairy tale book, but I just want to recap your last year. <laughs> now we have talked about COVID period and we're going to come back to your latest book. But we were talking, the last episode you were a guest was last year in March. You have just released Marsha's Mandalas then, I think. So what have happened in your life since that, work-wise? Well, I made a few more books. I uh, made a second mandala book, The Spring, and I also created the Christmas book. Have you been working with coloring books all the time? Yeah, it's the only thing I do now as a profession. I only draw, draw, draw and create. Yeah, I think it's really lovely. The mandala book was the first book I published myself. So there's no publisher evolved. So I can do it faster and more what I like. So it's more really my art piece and no company is saying what I have to do or how big it has to be and what kind of paper. And yeah, I really like it. Because I was going to ask you how much involved you are in the publishing and in the printing process. Well, uh, yeah, everything is because I wanted it that way. <laughs> <laughs> like the paper, I, I, it's really thick paper. It's like 250 grams. It's the thickest they have. And I tested it also that it works nice with coloring pencils and also fine liners and stuff like that. And it's single-sided also so you can, and with this cutting line in it. Because I'm also really close with my fans and they write me what they like and what they don't like. And I can understand that really much so I would really like to make something that make people happy and sometimes it's more expensive or difficult and uh, big companies will say like uh, yeah no we do it this way and then go faster or we print it in China and this is really local it's a local uh, printer it's local and they just talk with me what I want and yeah I think that's nice. But how many test papers have you tested or you found the right paper directly? It went pretty fast because I could tell them what I like. Like I don't want it too slippery. Sometimes they have this really pressed paper that is only uh, working with fine liners. So I could pick it out quite easily. <laughs> like just see a few models and then try and yeah. But it was nice. It was like a candy shop when you were a little girl. Like, oh, this favorite. Yeah. So it was really uh, nice. <laughs> the single-sided thing, how important is that? Why Why do you want to have them single-sided? Uh, this first series I did, my wondrous wi uh, my world, <laughs> wife, <world. laughs> uh, that was also printed uh, double-sided. 
And a lot of people didn't like it because if you use uh, material, it will bleed through and then you could not use the other um, image on the other side. So you always had to choose. And I get a lot of emails and complaints about that. And that was in the time that I had a publisher and he, he was just like, no, we just do it like this because all the books are like that. And hot uh, not. So... Yeah, I think this is really nice that you also can take it out and if you like to send it to somebody or you want to frame it or I think there are more plus sides than downsides. So this uh, a single sided. Are you still sitting at work in your kitchen? <laughs> in the living room. Yeah, I still. <laughs> it was the living room. In ah. the living room, yes. It's a small house, but it's lovely and I really like Also the feeling that you pick up your stuff and then after the day you just clean it up and it's, yeah, I like it. I have a nice view uh, outside and yeah, I'm happy here. <laughs> yeah. Maybe when I get really rich and I have a really big penthouse, I will change. But now uh, it's good. So back to your latest book, Marcia's Fairy Tales. So you talked a little bit about it already, about uh, the idea. You said you had it for a long time. Yeah. So why did you want to do this book? When I was little, or I really loved these fairy tales, and also coloring these princesses from Disney was still the only thing you could color. But I liked the dresses, and I liked the hair, and all all these girly things. But to be honest, I was also a bit scared to make it. because, I, And I think now after a few years of drawing, I, I dared. And I, I, it was also beginning, I thought like, I try and if it's not working, I will stop. But but it worked and, and um, it was a challenge. And I really liked it that it's also different from the, the mandala thing. And uh, for me, it was uh, inspiring to do a little bit different work. And I like the the feeling it gave me, and and I'm and I'm happy also that uh, I showed some of my friends the picture before it's published, and some of them said like, oh, I just feel like a, a small girl again in this world of wonder, and and it was really a compliment. I really liked it that you can give somebody a sort of feeling back in this childish wonder of. Uh, everything uh, a dream world and an es- escape of the normal time now <laughs> it's a bigger much bigger book than your other books why i always have this square book <laughs> and now it's different like a portrait and i thought it a4 is too small <laughs> so i really liked it that you could use bigger and um I was I was a bit surprised that it was really big because I printed it many times on A4. So I thought that yeah, will be a little bit bigger, but it's really big. But I, I like it also. I, I think you can really use different materials for it. And some of the images are maybe a little bit too big scaled. But yeah, I don't know. What reactions have you got uh, so far? about the book people like it really much they're really really happy with it and yeah it goes really well a lot of uh, orders and i really like it i'm happy with it which was the first picture you did 
I think the Rapunzel I did the first. And also the one with the swans. How did you choose which fairy tales to draw? There are a few that you really would like to be in the book. Like the Evil Queen I would uh, was really fond of. So I would like to have her. And I don't know, after a while you also think like, okay, there are a lot of princesses now, so I have to do something different. So I have to change it a little. Also a few animals. And I didn't want only princesses in it. I really want this, this European fairy tale feeling also, like the one with the wolf, the, what's it called in English? The, the wolf and the seven little goats and the ugly duckling. It's not too Disney feeling, but really this Grimm and Andersen fairy tale feeling. Because when you think about fairy tales and especially the Disney princesses, they are so so well known. Everyone knows how a Disney princess look. How did you make them your own? That was kind of difficult also, but it, it was a challenge. And also not make it too childish. It has to be for adults. You have to have this this extra feeling, not only the happy. <laughs> um, I don't know how I get it that way. I, I think some of the elements, like the Jugendstil feeling, it has that makes it more mature or yeah, and and more European. Less Disney American, but more the classic. Well, and, and I think also I tried, but like Sleeping Beauty, I tried to draw her like sleeping at the moment that she was sleeping with the, um, and then you saw that it was too classic moment, too much the same of how everybody does it. So then I had to change it. I have to do another scene out of that fairy tale or, I don't know, it was a whole process to see and get it not too obvious. <laughs> But how used are you to draw persons? Not that much. I, I started with it. My really first book, Masha's Romance, it's called, and Nature, and that was for young adults. And there I started with drawing portraits. And also this because of my school time, I, my art school, I really was intrigued by these this pocket books, this romance, <laughs> Dr. Fairy Tales around called. And um, I really liked these scenes. And then I started to draw also this kind of scenes. But then afterwards, I was more into the paisley and the animals. And that worked really good. So I stayed in that thing but now also on instagram you see that a lot of people like to color portraits and i think it's really lovely there are so many lovely books so i want to try it also <laughs> with a lot of fairy tale and floral uh, masha touch around it <laughs> are you happy with the result yeah i don't think it's too many pictures so you can talk talk about each of them because uh A lot of the fairy tales are very known, but not all of them, I no, think. Not no. for everyone. So the first one, Little Red Riding Hood. How did you come up with this picture? I wanted to put this scary thing of this wolf that is watching before he gets her. And also the wood that's getting dark and she has to continue and she notices it, but not really. 
I like that feeling about this story. And most of the time it evolves. Or first I had this girl and then the wolf and the wolf that would be scarier than in the beginning it was too lovely <laughs> it was sort of like she walking the dog so it had to be more scary and it was difficult how to finish because then you have this thing do you want these trees to be out of the picture like the framing or not so i put a sort of classic yeah sort of frame around it to keep it solid together Okay, next page. Uh, the evil queen from Snow White. Yeah. And she has to be beautiful because she was the beautiful, almost beautiful list of the country. So so you wanted to draw the evil queen and not Snow White? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. What is it about the evil queen that you I like? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's... Um, maybe it's just something... I had as a child that you were always intrigued by this evil, the really attractiveness of the evil thing, that you're, you're scared of it, but in a way you want to be her also. Or uh, It's not only this innocent, innocent, innocent. Uh, I don't know what it is, because I don't recognize something in myself. <laughs> but yeah the the femme fatale uh, thing maybe there in it and um the power yeah how was this picture to draw yeah it was really nice i started with her and it was funny because it also had this sort of catwalk feeling of a woman walking and then i have to design the clothes then i saw also that disney is really making so much Printing in your head because I started with the, also this kraag, what do you call it, behind her, um, yeah, this thing behind her head. And I thought, yeah, yeah, why? I also have to change it, of course. But it was really lovely to also do this thing, these big shoulders I made now. And in a way, she's a little bit Asian. Why? I don't know. I have the feeling, but <laughs> she's looking from above. But the dress was really difficult in the end the lower part because then i made this mirror behind it and that i really like the effect of this big thing and she is coming out of towards you but getting this feeling of that she's walking and the dress being still a bit scary and not too princess like yeah and her hands are a bit scary if you look <laughs> if you look at this hand her nails are like claws almost Okay, the third page is Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, this is the prince on his white horse who's going to defeat all the roses to go to his uh, loved one. <laughs> it's not uh, Sleeping Beauty herself, it's the prince. First I had this, but it was too obvious. No, it's the prince, and I think it's really nice to have a prince in it also. And it was funny also to see... How you draw the lines of his, his cheekbone, I think. If you put it stronger or... Uh, yeah, it was really nice to see how it changed. Drawing a man is different again. And then we have the little mermaid. Yeah. So how did you do this page or how did you choose how to do it? I had different ideas about this page. First, first I was 
thinking I want to have this wonder about her love that is in another world. And first I wanted to have her more waiting or laying on a rock or something like that. But yeah, I like the angle of her tail. She has the beautiful hair floating around her and the tail is almost the same shape in the end. Yeah, that's true. It was a little bit different tail than the normal. Or normal, like the, the ending is more uh, jellyfishish like And at first I had this different top, this bikini thing. But then I, I thought, no, this is getting too Ibiza-like. <laughs> I don't know. It's so funny. You get a little bit... Um, not the right thing. <laughs> and I don't think I know the next fairy tale, Princess Donkey Skin. It's a French fairy tale. In France, it's really known. There's also a film made from it. I read it a few times, but it was really nice. I think it was that she was abandoned from the castle by evil Queen Mother, and she has to go away. And then she was so sort of ashamed that she uses this skin as sort of protection. There are different versions also, because there's a lovely thing that she is wishing for a beautiful dress in the colors of the sunshine and all this. And every time it's, oh, I don't know, I don't dare to say how the story is really going. <laughs> I'm scared that all the French people are saying, no, no, that's not true. <laughs> But... We can find it for ourselves and read it. Yeah, I really like the scene that she was in the forest and hiding with this, this bit scary donkey skin around her. The page after that is also a fairy tale I don't know about, Four-Headed Dragon, but... This is one of the things I really love to put a dragon in it. You have a story with a dragon, but I think it was less headed so i just said it was the four-headed dragon because i <laughs> you made an own fairy tale there must be a fairy tale probably a chinese or something <laughs> so how was it to do a dragon difficult it was really difficult to get it that it really works as one body or all these heads and that was nice but then put it together that it's one beast but i i really i, I always like dragons so much so <laughs> i just worked worked and worked and worked i think it's nice and then we have the snow queen yeah so it's not snow white it's a snow queen no the snow queen do you know the story or no well there was a story about this snow queen that they had a mirror i think and when it was cut there were small pieces of mirror that if they get your heart You will be frozen or you will not feel much anymore. And then she comes and she takes this boy with her, a boy of, I think, seven or eight years. So he's coming with her to this cold world and she wants to keep him. And then there is this, I think, his sister, small girl that still thinks that he is, could be saved. And then she takes a rose with her from the garden from home. And then she searches for him all over the world. And then she finds him. And then 
first he's cold as ice and then he sees the rose or it's something from the past and then his heart is uh, warm again and so then he can leave this evil attractive queen <laughs> again because she's really beautiful and her dress is almost like a mandala yeah yeah that's true this was really difficult because my parents said didn't understand that she was standing with her back to us oh they didn't nee they said no it's not clear and for me it was so clear so i really tried to make it more um i noticed that people are uh, most of the time they have a few things they are looking at like the feet you cannot see the feet so you don't know if it's front or back and also the elbow is not shown so there are a few things that you really have to calculate if it's the back or the front because i thought it was obvious but but is it like that that your parents give you advice about the pictures yeah yeah <laughs> in the beginning I, i'm i'm really a bit scared to show still but if i'm feel more confident about it i show them and then suddenly they really say stuff like uh, like this and then <laughs> But they don't color them. No, no, they, they, they. It's fine. Well, I changed a few things, like the thing that over her shoulder, I made it a little bit stronger. Maybe that's changed. But for me, it's really obvious. But maybe not for everyone. <laughs> I think it's very clear now that she's standing with the back towards us. And then we have Rapunzel. Yes, of course. So how did you come up with this uh, page? First, her hair were down, like just loose. And then it was just a beautiful lady in, in the window with long hair. So at the end, I also made this, what's it called? Do you know? Braid. Yeah. So then made her more the Rapunzel thing. Of course, I wanted her in this window sitting. I have seen so many beautiful versions of this. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It's oh, I'm so happy sometimes. I'm, I cannot understand the oh, that's my picture, <laughs> and so different. Also, the red riding hat that also some really, really lovely, amazing. Yeah, they really make art pieces. I think. So is this picture Rapunzel and the red hood the most popular so far? At the moment, yes. Yeah. It's funny also, when you make a book, you always think this picture will be colored a lot. And suddenly another one is more popular. When you did the book, which one did you think people would like the most? Rapunzel, I think, because they have these two elements that are nice. The window will be lovely to color, I think. And also the dress and the hair. I think the Snow Queen could be really nice to do. And the Little Mermaid, maybe, because everybody just wants it <laughs> from when they are little. What would you like to color? Uh, we are coming to that page now. After Rapunzel, we have the page I will color first. The Frog Prince. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that one. With the stars both in the sky and the water, I like to color dark blue skies. <laughs> so... How was it to do this page? It was nice because first I thought of making it more from above. Did you see the frog prince sitting and with the ball? But this is really nice that you see half of the world below. And I think it's nice. 
Yeah, I really like that. And the wild swans. This is also a story about a girl and she had like seven brothers. And of course, there's coming this evil queen or her father is marrying again with somebody. She's not that nice. And she is by magic. She makes the sons swans. So these are her brothers and she wants to rescue them again and they are only coming in the evening and so she was searching for them and then in the evening at the lake she found all these swans and they have this crown on their head so these are her brothers and then they make a, a sort of net something that they could take her with her to a far away place and there Yeah, so you have to figure out how to get the brothers back again, like real persons. Yeah, of course, you get help from some fairy, not that lovely fairy. <laughs> she gets what she wants to pay, but then she may not say a word about it. And then, of course, in the end, it all, I don't know how it 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 ends well. They are saving her right before it's all getting bad <laughs> but it's a lovely story and it's a beautiful picture yeah thank you with a lot of of course swans and the girl and, and the movement i like it's like she's sort of dancing and the wolf and the seven little goats we can see the wolf it's scary and the big watch and one of the goats yeah The only one that is clever enough to climb in this clock. So how was this picture to do? It was really nice, but also difficult because it's really a story for small children, I think. And to get this up to more adults, but I found it also difficult. This small coach to get, <laughs> I made a lot of versions and it was difficult, <laughs> but I, I like the result now. And uh, Old Mother Frost? The scene is that she is coming in a sort of underworld where she has to work for this old lady. And every time that she has to work and put out the blankets and make them fresh again, all these feathers will make it snow at the world, in the normal world. And then because she worked so good with a good heart and she made the right choices she got a golden dress and this deaf sister wants that also but she goes down and she does everything with no pleasure and she doesn't get this reward at the end that's the basic basic story <laughs> i think this is the most disney like princess in this book maybe it is yeah Maybe it's the dress. Yeah, she looks a little like Cinderella. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought first it was Cinderella. No, it's another maid. <laughs> and a lot of beautiful leaves and stars. Mm -hmm. The leaves are like feathers also. Yeah, they are. They're this dons, uh, the feathers that's coming out of the cushion. Of course it is. I thought it was leaves, but it's... Yeah, no. <laughs> It's not sorry. Not clear enough. Oops. <laughs> But I'm gonna make them leaves when I color it. That's okay. <laughs> Autumn leaves, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good because it has to be snow and not stars, also. So it's my fault, also. 
<laughs> and uh, the ugly duckling. That's kind of cool. It's like a duckling and then it's a swan in the mirror in the Yeah, the thing he will become. But my son thought the, the ugly duckling was too cute. I think so too, but yeah. <laughs> I could not make it ugly. It's very cute. <laughs> yeah. So was it obvious for you that this uh, fairy tale should look like this when you did it? No, I like this effect of what it will become, but not really clear. Or And then I started with that, but it was too big and too less to color if you only have that. So I made this whole flower chandelier around it to make it uh, more nature also. And then we have the Chinese nightingale with this beautiful frame around it. So how was this page to do? Yeah, I liked it that it was more an outside scene. This was from the empire, so it had to have this more empire feeling. But I like the story also. It's really nice that some things are, you cannot make it better by something that's mechanical or, do you know the story? Yeah. Yeah, now when you say mechanical, I realize which one it is. Yeah, he had, first he had this. It was the most precious thing of his whole Keizerrijk, his whole empire. But everybody said, but the singing of this nightingale was so beautiful. It was the most beautiful thing in this country. And then he wanted to have it. So he kept it and get it in captivity. And in a way it, it went okay, but then... Somebody said, I can make a mechanical one that works every time you want to. And uh, but then the real one is flying away or went away. And then the mechanical got stuck. Uh, then the empire gets so ill, so unhappy. And he gets better again when the real one is coming back. So when he appreciates that the real stuff is uh, it's more worth. And also... Uh, the fact that the bird was coming itself. What you give, it's, it's, it's better than what you pay for. <laughs> this is the the real bird. It is the real one. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the book ends with the evil fairy. Yeah. There are so many evil fairies in many stories. It's not really one of the... There is an evil fairy in Sleeping Beauty in the beginning. But this looks more like Tinkerbell, more smaller. <laughs> But she looks evil. Yeah, eh? Yeah. It's the eyebrows, I think. Yeah, and the eyes are really... And everything, I try to make it... Also, the wings are not really lovely. That's true. They are more like dragon wings. Yeah. <laughs> everything is really pointy and... Yeah. So do you have any favorite page in this book? I think Snow Queen I like. In the evil queen, they're all these evil. <laughs> and Rapunzel, I'm happy with all the pictures, I think. I'm happy with the result. <laughs> you said earlier that you have this close relationship with your fans. Mm -hmm. Because I had seen that you are quite active in the community. You are giving freebies away sometimes and have downloads and you have color alongs and things like that. Yeah. So why have you chosen to be so active? I like real contact, <laughs> also in life. Uh, I, on Facebook, I have really many followers here in Holland, and they really appreciate that you take the time to react on questions. And I think the media is so 
fast and, and boom, 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 boom. Um, I think it's nice to take the time and notice that people really like your work and listen to them. And that also gives a good feeling yourself. Uh, yeah, that you know that people get happy from it. And in a small way, you also mean something to all these people, that it means something to them. And also my work is also with a lot of attention and love I put in my drawings. And that's the same thing I would like to spread to people also. But sometimes I cannot. <laughs> the last time I had a, a question on Facebook and I had 2,000 reactions. And I'm like, uh, that's too much. Now I'm an hour busy with Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> that, but that's nice. And I think people like it. I also, with every order, I, I write something with it because I honor that people like my work. And I'm, I'm so glad that I have my living with this and uh, the appreciation. Of it's good to still keep that in this fast world. Which book is uh, the most popular so far? I think the Masha's Mandalas, the first one with um, fishes on it, the blue one. But they're all doing well, I think. Do you ever get tired of doing coloring books and coloring pages? No, but it was good to do this thing with a different uh, theme. So you get awake again. Otherwise, it's getting too much the same and you get tired of your own creations. It's needed. And it gave me a lot of inspiration and a good feeling about my own art. It felt really about making an art book and also for myself and even if it's not selling that well, then it was already good for me to do this, to make something you really like and uh, with no restrictions from a publisher or anything. And uh, But luckily, people like it, so <laughs> no problem. Before Masha will reveal what her next coloring book project will be, I just want to take the opportunity to, again, thank all of my patrons that are making it possible for me to doing this podcast. And uh, I always try to give you some extra material, depending on which level of patronship you have. Today, I'm going to read you a fairy tale. If you too want to become a patron and support this podcast and my work, you can go to my web page, passionistacolorista.com. Go to the menu and choose the support me button. Okay, now let's hear what Masha is going to do next. It's always difficult, but my plans now are to make um, best of of the My Wondrous World books. Because I have published five books in that series, but that was a really time ago. And now they're all sold out and... I have no publisher that wants to publish again. And because they are double-sided printed, and in the middle there are also these spreads. And then you always have this ugly middle thing. So I would like to make a bigger, uh, like the fairy tale book, but then with a few of the spreads and make them even better. And then with more details and a few new ones. It's a big best of. That's the... Next plan. And after that, probably a Masha's Mandala's part two. The strong thing about the first Mandala book was that it's all from everything a little. Because the spring is really springtime. And I think the a book that you can use it all year long is nicer. But first, 
my wonders world. <laughs> I think also for a new book, I will make more details in a few and a few more open. So there will be different. Ah, you mean more variation between? Yeah, but that's also in this one, you see, like yes. the snow queen is more detailed than the dragons. So thank you so much, Marcia, for joining again. It was yes. so wonderful to hear about the book, this fairy tale book and the process behind a it. A lot of stories. <laughs> yes, a lot of stories, but we love stories. Yeah, it was really nice. Thank you for having me. And uh, thank you, everyone that have been listening. And goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.